Well, welcome back, friend, to the Bible's Babies in Business podcast. This is episode 117, and as always, Thursdays are our Bible study breakdown episodes where we are moving through the Bible in chronological order, and each Thursday we're grabbing one passage from each book, really studying the principles of that passage and applying it to our everyday lives in the area of business, of motherhood, of marriage, and this week is none other than the the book of Habakkuk. I love the book of Habakkuk and here's why because one of the verses that I refer to often is inside of the book of Habakkuk. It's Habakkuk 2:2. Write the vision, make it plain, which is the perfect scripture for today's topic, which is how to get back on track toward your goals if your quarter 1 business plans are falling apart. If you set plans for this year, friend, and now we're 40 days in and those plans have derailed, this episode is for you. So grab your Bible, grab your highlighter and your coffee, your kombucha, your water, whatever you're sipping on today, and let's do it. Hey coach, welcome to the Bible's Babies and Business Podcast. Are you ready to get more consistent, high ticket clients in your online coaching business without having to go through exhausting flopped launches? Are you constantly searching for podcast episodes, looking for that key to unlocking $10,000 months in your business? Do you have big dreams of becoming debt free, going on more family vacations and staying home with your kids? But right now your business isn't even breaking $2,000 a month. Hey there, I'm Cami. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon to be mom. A few years ago, before I was known for being a high ticket sales expert for online coaches, and before I founded my program, High Ticket Powerhouse, which offers some of the best marketing and sales strategy in the coaching industry, I was just your average online coach struggling to get by. I didn't know how to get clients, make consistent money online, or get out of the painful cycle of living paycheck to paycheck and drowning in debt. And to make matters worse, my husband and I were struggling through years of infertility and needed tens of thousands of dollars to grow our family. Oh, and on top of that, student loans and credit card debt. Needless to say, financially, we were a sinking ship. My business needed to make money. My family depended on it. That's when I discovered the art of how to close high ticket sales. And the best part, you don't need thousands of Instagram followers or ever have to struggle through another duct taped Instagram launch ever again. In this podcast, you'll find practical sales strategies to use in your own coaching business, biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, and a healthy dose of tough love. Because one thing you need to know about me, I don't sugarcoat it. My ultimate goal is to turn you into an absolute powerhouse at selling your high ticket coaching online. So you can be a blessing to your family, a blessing to your clients and create life changing impact for the kingdom of heaven. So grab your Bible, your laptop, and let's get to work because you were made for this. Today is a good day. Can I just start by saying that? I was thanking the Lord right before I hit record in this episode for the joy and the excitement that I feel over my business in this season. And I also want to speak to anybody right now that is feeling like they're in a season where, man, Cam, like I'm excited about my business. Like I, I, I'm excited about the possibilities, but man, it's just a little bit hard for me to 
get so excited because right now I kind of feel like I'm in the trenches. Can I just speak to that real quick? Um, this week I was having a conversation with um, one of my clients and we were talking about how she, she was saying, it, it kind of feels like I'm grinding right now. And I shared with her something that one of my really good friends shared with me. There are seasons in our businesses where we are pushing a little harder than others. We call those push seasons. There are seasons that do not last forever, no matter how much your brain makes you think that they will. There are seasons that don't last forever, but there are seasons where the workload is a little bit heavier for a very specific and intentional purpose. So for me, last fall into the winter, preparing for high ticket powerhouse launch, that was a push season. I mean, I was creating content for the podcast. I was on sales calls. It was, it was a push season and, and I wasn't feeling, I was excited about my business. Like I was excited about the offer. I was excited, but also I was tired. <laughs> I was feeling a little bit like a little drained. Okay. My vacation was, didn't, couldn't have come at a better time. Um, so anyway, that just, I don't know who that was for today. Okay. That wasn't in my notes. That was just, that was for somebody who's feeling like, man, I'm in this season where I kind of feel like I'm grinding a little bit. I kind of feel like I'm pushing. And while I am not here to promote a grind culture, I'm not here to promote any sort of like workaholic tendencies. I do want you friend to know that you have full permission to work hard in your business. Okay. Full permission to work hard in your business. And that's all I'll say at that because I could go on a tangent. Today's episode, how to get back on track with your goals if your quarter one business plans are falling apart. So you made the plans at the beginning of the year, okay? You set the goals and now we're 40 days in. It is February 9th and already... Your Q quarter one, I tried to say Q1 and quarter one at the same time. Your quarter one business plans are derailed, okay? What are you supposed to do with that? <laughs> That's what we're going to talk about today. Our anchor scripture for this entire conversation is Habakkuk 2.2, where it says, Then the Lord said to me, write my answer plainly on tablets so that a runner can carry the correct message to others. And as I wrote it down in my notes. You guys can't see this, so I'll just tell you. I put in all caps the word correct. It says, so that a runner can carry the correct message to others. I I really emphasize correct because I think so many times we carry the wrong message. We write a vision down that we think is from the Lord, but really it's just this compilation of us comparing ourselves to other peers. And we're we're writing down our business goals based upon what we see other people doing. We're writing down our business goals from a place of insecurity. We're writing down our business goals from a place of thinking that our our identity or our worth is found in a certain dollar amount or a certain amount of followers. And can I just say that that's not the correct message, okay? So when you are writing, I, I have three steps for, or four steps for you here, but if I were to have like a step zero, okay, for four steps, of to do if your quarter one business plans are falling apart, like step zero is make sure that you actually wrote down the right, correct message. Go to the Lord, ask him, Lord, this is what I thought you said. Can you confirm this to me? Can you give me wisdom? Can you give me clarity? And friend, he would be happy to give you clarity. It says that in, um, is it James 1, 5? Don't quote me on that. I think it's James 1, 5, where he gives wisdom to those who ask 
There's a caveat though, when you ask, you have to have your full faith in the father that he's actually going to give you the wisdom that you are asking for. So step zero, make sure that you actually wrote down the correct message, okay? Or the correct vision, the correct goal. Now, if you're listening to this and you're like, Cammie, you know, funny. Uh, my quarter one business plans haven't really fallen apart because I never really made any business plans in the first place. Then friend, no shame, no judgment. I want you to go listen to episode 106, where I lead you through how to cast vision for your business in 2023. Okay. Friend, if you're not making plans, if you're not setting goals, then I want to remind you of Proverbs 29:18, where it says, where there is no vision, the people perish. And if 2023 is not turning out the way you wanted it to in your business so far, and you didn't sit down in January and map out a detail-oriented game plan for the year, then no judgment, no shame, but also don't be mad about it, okay? It's not God's fault. That's poor planning, okay? And if we're going to be business owners, we have to be planners, all right? So you have to start out with a game plan. Now, that being said, let's say that you did set a vision at the beginning of the year. You did make the plan. You did go to the Lord. You sat in his presence and you wrote down what you really felt was the Lord's game plan for you for the year. And right now, it feels like it's crumbling around you. So if you did set the goal and you, you did write it down in faith, and here's four things, four steps that I want you to do. If you wrote down the vision, and right now it feels like it's all falling apart. Number one, I want you to go back to the original vision or the original goal that you wrote down at the beginning of the year and ask yourself, did I write down just the vision or did I take it a step further and actually map out the action steps that I was going to take to make it happen? Coach, it is one thing to write down a goal. It is another to write down the goal and then take it a step further and put action behind it by reverse engineering what it's going to take to accomplish that goal. The Bible says faith without works is dead. Let me put it to you this way. Faith without action is dead. So if you wrote down six figure year and that's all you had written down on the piece of paper and it's not happening, please don't be mad, okay? Yes, you need faith. And God expects you to get up off the couch, open your laptop, and put some action behind the vision, okay? I go back to Habakkuk 2.2. Uh, let me scroll up here. It says, write my answer plainly on tablets, right? Okay, so we, we did that. So that a runner, and the Lord is literally illuminating this to me right here, right now, okay? So I don't have this written in my notes. This is like Holy Spirit download right now. A runner is somebody who is taking action. They are literally in the middle of action. It doesn't say write my answer plainly, period. It says write my answer plainly, and then it literally follows it up with an action, a verb, so that a runner can carry the correct message to others. So did you write down the right message and did you follow it up with action? Okay, that was number one. Did you write down just the goal? Or did you also write down the goal with your action steps to make it happen? That was number one. Number two, okay, go back to the vision. And this time, let's say that you did, you did reverse engineer your action steps and you wrote them down. 
Okay, so you have both your goal written down and you wrote down your action steps at the beginning of the year and still your plans are falling apart. My next question for you is, did you follow through with the action steps that you wrote down? Friends, this may seem kindergarten-esque, Okay, some of you might be listening to this and be like, Cammie, I thought you were gonna give us some sort of like mind-blowing light bulb moment here. Friends, it doesn't take all of that. There is nothing faint. Can I just tell you right now? Um, on my ACT, I got a 23. <laughs> I got a 23. I think I took it twice, and I think I got a 23 both times. I'm telling you that to say um, I am not in any way a genius. Okay, specifically when it comes to academics, I was never a straight A student. I did not have this really impressive ACT score. I didn't take the SAT because we're in Nebraska. We were ACT students, not SAT. Um, I was not like your 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 valedictorian. I was not going to go to like Princeton or anything. Like I was not. I didn't even study business in college, and yet I have a successful coaching business. Not because I'm some genius that has like cracked this really challenging, highly like confusing code, but because I simply do action, even if it's messy. And so if you're listening to this and you're like, Cami, I feel like you're telling us things that are elementary, friend, that's the point. Don't make it harder than it has to be, okay? The thing that is standing between you and your goal is action. Now, for some of you, it may be knowledge, okay? Maybe you're you're a great action taker, but you're like, Kimmy, I just don't know which steps to follow. Then at that point, you need to hire a mentor. We'll get to that in a moment. But for many of you, it's action. You gotta do the thing, okay? So again, let's back up. You wrote down the vision. You wrote down your action steps. My question was, did you follow through with the action steps that you wrote down? Did you follow through with it? Or did you do the action steps for like one week and then stopped being consistent with them because it wasn't convenient. It's like fitness. Fun fact, I used to be a fitness coach before I stepped into the business space. It's like fitness, you guys. Like if one person had a goal of losing 50 pounds, you wouldn't just do one week worth of workouts and one week of healthy meals and expect the scale to be 10 pounds less in seven days, would you? No, that would be absurd. We recognize that if we have a goal of losing 50 pounds, it's gonna take some time and it's gonna take consistent action steps and diligence. And again, I'm gonna say consistency again, even though I already said it, consistency, highlight, underline, draw circles around it in order to reach that goal. Your business is no different. You have to pay your dues, okay? The coaching space is a space that you can absolutely thrive in. I believe it. I believe that you can have a wildly successful online coaching business and it's not going to be easy. It's not. It may be simple, right? We don't have to overcomplicate it, but you will absolutely experience obstacles and it will require that you do consistent action steps week after week after month after year after year in order to get the results that you're wanting. Now, I'm not saying that's gonna take you three years in order to make $100,000, absolutely not, right? Let's also debunk, <laughs> can we just pause here? Let's go down a bunny trail. Um, let's debunk the whole, I made six figures in 30 days of starting my business. Nobody's doing that. And if they are, they spent a whole bunch of money in order to make six figures, okay? 
I'm not saying that you're gonna make six figures in 30 days. I'm also not saying that's gonna take you three years. What I am saying is that to have a successful business, you're going to have to do consistent action steps over a long period of time, okay? You can see results quickly, but especially if you wanna keep seeing those results, you're gonna have to continue to do consistent action steps. Just like if somebody wanted to lose 50 pounds, it's not like they lose 50 pounds overnight. It's, it's, it's months and months and months of work. And then once they lose the 50 pounds they wanna maintain, there's continued work after that, okay? So you have to pay your dues, which leads me to number three. Did you follow the action steps consistently over a long period of time, okay? This is like piggybacked off of number two, okay? This could be like, to like the second part to two, but I made it step three, okay? Um, before we dive into this, we read earlier Habakkuk 2, 2, okay? So let me just reread that one to you. Write my answer plainly on tablets so that a runner can carry the correct message to others, okay? That was the Lord speaking. However, many of us fail to read the next verse. It's all about context, friends. It's all about context. Habakkuk 2, 3. This vision is for a future time. It describes the end and it will be fulfilled. If it seems slow in coming, wait patiently, for it will surely take place. It will not be delayed. Let's break that down. If it seems slow is equating to our timetable. If it seems slow to you, based upon your expectations of how long this should, should take, wait patiently. Now, let me, let me add on to that. Waiting patiently does not mean sitting on your couch with your, with your hands folded across your laps, waiting for God to drop a six figure coaching business in your lap. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to quote something that it was Michael Todd that said this. I'm 99% sure it was Michael Todd. He said, let your waiting season be your working season. So as you're waiting for, for your, your harvest, be working diligently, okay? So if it seems slow to you based upon your own time expectations, you gotta surrender your own timetable here, friend. Wait patiently and PS, be working while you wait. And then let me, let me also highlight the next part of that verse where it says, it will not be delayed. That is talking about God's timetable. In other words, the vision that the Lord gave you that you wrote down, it is going to happen. It is going to come to pass. Okay. Now that doesn't mean that God's going to just drop it in your lap. If you don't do any action behind it, like it is dependent upon you being obedient, but if you are obedient and you have faith, it is going to happen. And God recognizes that we oftentimes, many times, more times than not have a different expectation of time than God has. Okay. He's telling you, it may not happen when you think it's going to happen. It will surely take place. It will not be delayed. So my question to you, are your plans really derailed? Are your quarter one goals really derailed? Or did they just not give you the result that you wanted as fast as you wanted it? Galatians 6, 9. So let's not get tired of doing what is good at just the right time. I put that in all caps. In other words, God's time. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we do not give up too many coaches are not having six figure coaching businesses right now simply because they gave up they gave up it got hard they didn't expect it to be that hard and they gave up god still had the vision it's not that it's not that they wrote they started questioning they're like they were doubting like god i thought you told me this thing and god's like i did 
You just thought it was going to be, I was going to give it to you without any obstacles. We cannot break down at every single speed bump in the road. That's another Michael Todd reference. I love Transformation Church. If you don't tune into Transformation Church, please start doing that. It is wonderful. Okay, so let's back up. We, we just read Galatians 9. So let's not get tired of doing what is good at just the right time, which is God's time. We will reap a harvest of blessing if we do not give up. Now, I want us to back up two verses. Galatians 6, 7. Don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. Coach, coaches, people listening to this podcast right now, some of you aren't getting the harvest you want because you're planting weak seeds. You're posting content for a week and then you're mad when there are at least 10 people sliding into your DMs wanting to work with you or clicking the link in your bio and booking a call with you. You got on five sales calls and every single one of them said no, okay? And you think that that's a sign from God that you're not supposed to be doing this when in reality, God is just allowing your character to be molded by allowing you to walk through obstacles so that your endurance can grow. Ooh, so what about this one? You're not getting the results that you want because all you've done up to this point is consumed free content, free webinars, free challenges, free podcasts, instead of actually putting some skin in the game and paying actual dollar bills for someone to mentor you. Hear me, friend. Weak seeds will produce a weak harvest. Do not expect a bountiful harvest if you're planting weak seeds. And it's always funny, you know, in the coaching industry, it's, it's, it's this common thought that people think they can just waltz into the coaching space and build an online business without ever having to invest or just like investing like very minimally Be because it's, because it's online. Like friends, just because it's online doesn't mean that it's not still a very real business. If you were starting a brick and mortar business that had like a front door and a sign out front, it would be a no brainer that you would have to invest. Like you wouldn't question it. You would, there would be no part of you that would think to yourself, I'm gonna start a custom bike building business. I don't know, that just came out of my head. If you were gonna start a custom bike building business and you needed a shop, you needed equipment, there would be no doubt in your mind that you are going to have to waltz your happy self up to the bank and, and, and present your documentation and ask them for a business loan. You were going to have to invest. Why is that different in the coaching space? Like, why do people think that they can just come in to this coaching space and like do this whole thing and for free? Like, it's not that way. Don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. Let me rephrase it to you, okay? From a coaching space, uh, let me say it another way that specifically <laughs> is speaking to the coaching space, okay? So also, let me just say, this next part, this is Cami speaking and paraphrasing this to match the coaching space. This is not actual, oh my gosh, the Bible's talking about coaching space. No, the Bible did not say Instagram, okay? Don't be misled, coach. You're going to have to invest actual dollars at some point if you wanna learn how to make real money in your business. Don't be misled. Don't think that you're gonna get this bountiful harvest without investing in the business God gave you. That was number three. Did you do the action steps long enough? This is leading me to number four. 
if you have done all three previous steps. You wrote the goal. You wrote down the action steps to reach the goal. Okay, that was number one. You followed the action steps. You followed the action steps consistently and actually gave it enough time, gave the action steps enough time to work. And your plans are still not coming to fruition. Then step number four, it's time to hire a mentor. Someone who can show you the way because they have been there and done that before. And I know, I know you don't want to invest. No one wants to invest. No one loves handing over their credit card to invest in a coach. No one loves that, okay? But listen to Proverbs 15:22. Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. I'm going to repeat to you what I said a few moments ago. Don't be misled, coach. You're going to have to invest actual dollar bills at some point if you wanna learn how to make real money in your business. And can I add, as you should, the skills you have been given and the business that you've been given by the Lord is worth investing in. And not to mention, it is hypercritical of us as coaches to ask our clients to invest in us if we're not even willing to invest ourselves. And can I also remind you of the parable of the talents in Matthew? Three people were given gifts to steward over and invest. Two people invested and doubled what God gave them. And they were given a well done, okay? The third person was too afraid that they were going to lose the gift that they were given. So instead of investing, they buried it. That person was rebuked and told, to those who use well what they are given, even more will be given and they will have an abundance. But for those who do nothing, even what little they have will be taken away. Coach, do not bury your business. Don't bury your skills. It is worth sitting down and writing the vision. It is worth reverse engineering your action steps so that you know what you're actually going to be doing on a daily and weekly basis to accomplish the vision. It is worth following through with those action steps consistently, day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, even when it feels boring or mundane. And if you're still not seeing the progress you want in your business, then it is time to invest actual dollars in a mentor that has been there before, has done all that, and can show you the way. And if you're looking for a mentor who loves the Lord, who has been there, done that, who knows how to get high ticket coaching clients and how to teach you how to make actual real money in your business, then go into the show notes and click the link to join the waitlist for High Ticket Powerhouse that is happening summer 2023. High Ticket Powerhouse is my group coaching program teaching you how to create and how to sell a high ticket, irresistible one-on-one coaching offer and how to get consistent high ticket coaching clients any day of the year. I'm currently um, mentoring and running round one of High Ticket Powerhouse and the wins, you guys are gonna hear about them on Monday because I'm actually gonna be um, giving you guys a sneak peek of one of my High Ticket Powerhouse coaching calls on Monday in that podcast episode, so be sure to tune in. But the wins that are happening in this program, I'm gonna be posting them this week they're incredible and you need to be in high ticket powerhouse this summer round 
too. So go down to the show notes, click the link, join the waitlist so that you can be the first to know when doors are reopening and there is a guarantee on the program. And lastly, friend, if you found this podcast episode valuable, would you please do me a huge favor and either share it with a friend or post it to your Instagram story so that other people who are maybe struggling in their business, who feel like their quarter one goals have just been floundering, can listen to this episode as well. It really, really helps to get the show out to the people who need to hear it. Thank you so much. I love you. And again, be sure to tune into Monday's episode where I'm giving you a 10 minute sneak peek clip of a high ticket powerhouse leaked coaching call. See you Monday. Hey coach. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you got exactly what you needed to hear, even if it stung a little. Every week, I am committed to showing up here on the show and bringing you not one, but two value-packed episodes to help you grow deeper in your faith, build a profitable coaching business, and become an absolute powerhouse at getting high-ticket coaching clients online. And the number one way that you can support the Bible's Babies and Business podcast is by taking 30 seconds to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and then share this show with a friend. Thank you for partnering with me to get these episodes out to as many online coaches as possible because the world needs more powerhouse women building online coaching businesses for the kingdom of heaven. I appreciate you. I love you. And I'll see you in the next episode.